Hey, this is Doug Benson, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour? That's always great when somebody does a bumper where they act like they're not aware of the show. My life... Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft. Once again, joined by a man who's nude from the waist down and is currently wrenching his taint with a pair of pliers. That's Jeff Clark. <laughs> hey, hey guys. What's up? And beaming to us from Mexican Skeletor's House of Horrors, the bearded beast of Quaker Town. Shuddy boy. Yo. Shout out to Dom for hooking us up with uh, this week's show intro. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Dom. Thanks. What? Did you take a uh, personal offense to that one? I was just pretending to. No. Man. Fucking wiped out. You did some traveling, so that's understandable. Yeah, I just got back from Jersey today. First time in Jersey in almost two years, I think. Yeah, I, it's been... It was like October of 2019, I want to say. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Did anything change? Anything notable change since the lockdown or since you last went? Nope, it looks exactly the same. You Less do your people. thing, Jersey. We actually drove through like the the area where I grew up and the house that I grew up in and posed for a picture outside of it. Looks exactly the fucking same. Whole neighborhood it's, looks exactly the same. It's very crazy how North Jersey is in such a fucking bubble. Like out here in in PA, it we we moved here when I was 10, so it's been a while now, but it looks nothing like it did when we moved here. But yet I go to like Parsippany or come see you, you know, go into Stanhope and everything I'm familiar with from when I was little looks exactly the fucking same. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I kind of like it though. It's like time traveling. Like, I'm sorry? It's like time traveling. It's cool. Like sometimes... You know, when an era of your life ends, that's it. It's fucking gone. But it's like this one little part of my life that, that I could go back to that's still fucking exactly the same. You'll never be able to shed your jersey past. Nope. <laughs> but it was cool seeing it thunderstorm the whole time I was there. It was cool seeing lightning again. It's probably, I've, it's probably been longer since I've seen lightning than I've seen jersey. You guys don't get thunderstorms in California? We don't get storms. We're in like a crazy, crazy drought right now. You're like the only person who think who probably thought that or felt that way in New Jersey. But stoked to see some storms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stoked for the rain. It's been a very rainy summer here, back in the on the East Coast. We've got all the rain you're not getting. Yeah, I got. Uh, so I went back for my my stepbrother's wedding, and stayed in a hotel two nights for it, and. Man, I, I don't always have the best luck with hotel rooms. So when I, when I checked in, I, I noticed a very, very strong whiff of car air freshener. 
like like pine. No, like the ones that have like that stink goo inside. It's like a little slime canister, and you hook okay. it to the the air conditioning in your car, and it'll blow the stink in. They had this place air conditioning at sixty two degrees with this big amulet car freshener just jammed on the edge of it. And once I got used to that smell, I caught the hint of the mold that it was covering up. What did you do? Stay at an AMC hotel? Man, might as well have been. Best Western. But like I went to, like my sister and her husband were staying there too, and I went up to their room. I'm like, hey, you guys don't have one of those Econo air fresheners on your AC unit, do you? They're like, no. And I sniffed the air, and I'm like, oh, your room doesn't smell like mold either. That's pretty chill. Right by the bed, a tumbleweed of hair this big, just chilling. In your sister's room or no, in, in my your room? room? In my room. Did you complain? No. And then there was in the bathroom, on the toilet. Have you ever seen that mark? It's at the very, very edge back of the bowl of the seat. And sometimes if you have a buttocks that was perhaps not adequately wiped. It leaves one of those little smooches on it. It's almost like a little oily poop smear. I cannot believe you didn't say something. Yeah, there was a poop smear. Fucking lunatic. Someone left fucking doo-doo butter on my toilet seat. At the very least, I would have told them that they had to come clean the room again. Yeah. Yeah. I was tired. What? Why? What would have caused a complaint? Yeah, how much worse did it need to be before yeah. <laughs> before your your tolerance threshold was met? At that point, I ripped the sheet off the mattress and looked for bed bugs and didn't find any. So it was so bed bugs. Probably bed bugs. I'm not. I'm not getting into bed with probably. Bed bugs. <laughs> okay, you know what? A hundred percent bed bugs. Bed bugs. I draw the line. You can have a greasy doo doo butter smooch on the toilet seat. You can have hair tumbleweed. You can have mold. But I do not fuck with bed bugs. I've been there. I'm not dancing that dance again. It would have been awesome if you called like to the front desk. Like, listen, I'm not, I'm not complaining. It's all good. I just need a cot because I can't sleep in the bed. It has bed bugs. Well, he wouldn't be able to be in the room because then he'd bring them on the plane and home and to the wedding. That yeah, would, fuck all that. That would be a disaster. Yeah. To dumb... So okay, so one time, Shuddy, do you know Crystal, who used to hang out in Jersey? Yes, Shit. I believe so. Okay, I remember when they opened at the ITC, where that McDonald's I used to work at was located. They had an Olive Garden, and right when it opened, a whole group of us went, and Crystal, every meal they brought out had a hair in it. So, like, she gets her appetizer or a salad, hair in it. And she calls the waiter over and is like, hey, there's a fucking hair in this. So the guy takes it back, brings a new one out. They bring the dinner out. Hair in it. And, like, at this point, we're starting to laugh because it's fucking ridiculous. Then the dessert comes out. Hair in the dessert. And at this point, I'm laughing so hard, I have tears streaming down my face. I'm like, do you just have, like, some fucking bald chef back there who showed up today with a full head of hair? Like, how is there so much hair ending up in the food? And I think it was so absurd, they thought we were planting hair in the food. 
trying to like take advantage of a new restaurant and be like, hey, you don't want word getting out about all this hair and shit, do you? You should comp our meal. They didn't comp shit. They didn't comp any of Crystal's stuff. They just switched it out and just gave, kept giving her hairy food. So I kind of thought, these motherfuckers are probably going to think I made a hair tumbleweed and it was my butt crack that smooched the toilet seat and left doo-doo butter on it. I don't see how they would pin the mold on me, but... Did you check... Did you find all of this stuff as soon as you walked in the room? Pretty much, yeah. Then how would you have had time from the time you left the front desk to form a hair tumbleweed and spread doo-doo butter on the toilet seat? Maybe maybe I brought the tumbleweed from home. Oh, you just brought it in? No, because you're not asking them to comp the stay. You're asking for a different room or for them to come clean the room again. You're not asking for anything free. You're just asking for what you paid for, a clean hotel room. Your neuroses are so strange sometimes. Yeah, it's and it's layered. It's like there's like neuroses stacked on top of neuroses. And once you like beat the first barrier, you have to deal with another one. And you know what's funny? After spending a long weekend with my family, I I left being like, man, these motherfuckers are neurotic. What? <laughs> Did you realize like maybe that's where you got it from? I'm thinking that's where I got it from, but I might have lucked out and, and I, I might be the least neurotic member of my family. Well, that's nice. I don't believe that at all. I've met your family. Mama Craft does not seem neurotic. Oh, your she, sister is sister? level-headed, not neurotic. Oh, she is very neurotic. She'll even admit it. Well, she is a nurse in New York City, so she does see some pretty fucking bizarre, fucked-up shit that will cause anybody to be a little neurotic. So she thinks everything that happens in the news is going to happen to her? So... When that building in Miami crumbled, that condo, when she saw that crumbled building that happened in the middle of the night, like, imagine that. Like, if you are, if you live in a high rise and it crumbles in the middle of the night, that's a pretty, that's a pretty scary way to go. Just in confusion and crumbling steel and concrete, weird way to go. But all I have is somebody, one person above me and... You know, the crackhead open mic underneath me. So I don't really have that fear. But she lives in Manhattan in, you know, a tall building. So ever since that story hit the news, she's been having, like, nightmares and hard time sleeping because she's afraid her building's going to crumble. I feel like that story wasn't as big as it should be. It's kind of crazy. Like, last time I saw there was, like, 20 people dead and, like, 130 still missing. Oh, they haven't found... I don't think they found a single survivor. I think it's just everybody's dead. Right. Yeah, it's insane. It's a, it's a pretty big story that I feel like the news... I don't. I guess I don't pay attention enough to the news to really weigh in, but I think it's just like a big... I've seen uh, more know. coverage about the Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson space race than I have on... Right. <laughs> on the, the condo collapse in Miami. That's just, yeah, it's, it's, that's like third world country shit, but it's in America. Yeah, it's weird. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy how it's not like more discussed and more yeah, like a bigger news story. I, I, it kind of blows my mind. Like buildings can just 
like I know, you know, infrastructure is really bad in America. That's been like a, a thing that all politicians have been running on for like the last fucking 20 years. But like, that's scary. And I feel your sister on that. But I mean, there has to be some sort of like ocean or ge- ge- geographic like reasoning behind Miami or that situation in Miami that might not be the same in Manhattan. But again, we're not talking about level-headed people. We're talking about the fucking crafts. <laughs> yeah. Yep, 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 yep. We are an erotic oh, bunch. Man. But it's good to be back. Good to be back in Cali. Good to be back talking with you fools. And unfortunately, we have to come back with some some very sad news. We lost yeah. an elite, elite member of the Puminati. A fucking treasure. Yeah. For sure. Our, our dear friend, the Bat Dad, passed away. Uh, uh, yesterday. Uh, he, you might know him from his voicemails, his random brain questions. If you were a part of the, the Patreon and were in the Discord and the Slack when that was going on, you were well aware of his presence there. Just a fucking, just a juggernaut of a human being. What yeah. a fucking great guy he was. He was always a lot of fun. I regret uh, that I didn't get to know him better because hearing from him was always always a treat yeah and for him to to pass away at 31 is just fucking ridiculous it's really unfair honestly yeah yeah it sucks i might you know my thoughts and well wishes go out to his family and you know the uh and Bo, his homie who's also fat dog collar yeah uh, it's, it's a bummer. You know, I've seen it, uh, him and his wife posting on Facebook and it sucks, man. It sucks. You know, he's one of my favorite Puminati, one of the day ones he's been, you know, I would say he's probably one of the original subscribers of our Patreon, like some huge supporter of the show. And like you said, always, not always, but often leaving voicemails or emails, stuff like that. Um, but man, he was, he was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I really, <laughs> I really, I really liked him on on Slack, and I mean that was really the extent of our interaction. This he was um, one of the first. He joined the Patreon on January seventh, two thousand eighteen. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah, he was, was uh, he, like his sense of humor just was fucking tuned right into my funny bone. He just had the weirdest, goofiest sense of humor. <laughs> Every oh, post that guy said, fucking made me crack up. Oh, it was you never knew what direction he was coming from. <laughs> yeah, he would. He was. Uh, he was just. He was like a hurricane or a tornado. Even he would just come in with some wacky, funny, funny shit, and it was Off just the wall shit. There was much. never a time when I thought Bat Dad was too much. Like it was always, always fucking awesome. Oh, no, it was perfect. He had the best comedic timing. And uh, <laughs> Fat Dog Collar just messaged me and said uh, that his favorite thing about the show was slow shuddy. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. Uh, so he said, "Me, you getting as stoned as possible for the show might be the best way to send him off. So, <laughs> hopefully you can accomplish that. I feel oh. strong. 
Hold on one second. I'm going to get this done right fucking uh, now. Uh, oh, baby. A bad, da- a bad dad dab. Oh, no. We're going to get the slowest <laughs> shuddy in memory of bad dad. Yeah. I mean, Dude, if you I talk- if you go to his, his Twitter page, at the bat dad, just look at his avatar. Like, I don't... I don't even know what's happening in that, but that Photoshop just made me oh. laugh every fucking time I saw it. I was showing my brothers last night because he's still on our Slack, and that Photoshop is fucking legendary. It's him, like, he did, I think it was at I don't know, one of his homies' weddings, so he's dressed up, and they're doing some sort of, like, action Photoshop, and him, he's running, and it's the worst fucking Photoshop ever. He takes like the rectangle tool and just cuts a whole rectangle out of where he is and puts himself in front of Usain Bolt <laughs> and like some sort of race. And he's he's beating Usain Bolt in a race. But it's not a cutout of his body. It's a cut it's a fucking race. It's the worst Photoshop ever. And it's, <laughs> well, it's no, beautiful. His, it's beautiful. His um his Twitter uh avatar is different. Oh, oh, it's like right, let me get over there. It's like some basketball that. players celebrating, and then there's a big basketball hoop, and then Bat Dad with his arms raised behind them, and then it looks like there's like a mountain sky landscape behind them. I have no idea what it means, but it's just like that's Bat Dad. Like his sense of humor was so fucking awesome. I got to meet him once in Vegas at Ellis Mania, and he's just one of those people where his. His fucking smile, like you see that smile, and you're like, "That's that right there is just like a warm, good dude." He just had a he smile always, that would light up in, a room. In the MSPH wrestling Zoom calls, he was always smiling ear to <laughs> fucking ear. Like he, I just got the impression from him that he just enjoyed every day. Yeah, yeah and his poor mother lost her sister on Saturday. Oh my god. And then god. he passed away on Sunday. Jesus. So she's having to really deal with a lot. So uh fat dog collar, Mrs. Dog Collar, and another close friend are trying to take as much of the burden off of her as they possibly can. Um and there's a GoFundMe setup which the Puminati has already, already come up huge. Of the, the, uh, let me just refresh to make sure I have the most current information. They're at nearly three, we're, they're at nearly $3,000 of the $5,000 goal. And two G's of that is from Puminati. Wow. Nice. Well, that, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Puminati. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Half of fat dog collar and, uh, the bad dad and all their homies. I know they appreciate it as well. Yeah, I mean, I just, Thanks. I've been, you know, as I said, traveling, so I haven't even had a chance to to check it out yet. But, you know, we're definitely going to be sharing that on our socials. I'm going to be pitching in. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a huge fucking bummer. What a great guy. So we salute you, bat dad, Chase Jensen. I guess his homies called him Speedy. We just knew him as as bat dad. <laughs> bad dad. But Chase, Speedy, Bat Dad, whatever you called him, man, what a fucking epic human being. God damn, I'm going to miss that guy. 
He came through <laughs> Slack once with an at everyone, and it like automatically emails everyone on the server with like some fucking random breakdown of a blue cheese dressing that he really liked. <laughs> It was so awesome. Like my uh, phone goes off, and it just uh, it's just Bat Dad giving like a quick forty words on a blue cheese. It's just like, <laughs> all right, sweet. <laughs> I did need that. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, his fucking voicemails were great. His random brain cr- questions were great. Solid fucking guy. What a loss. Is there any chance? I don't know how I'd even feel about it if it were to happen. Is there any chance that like his? He's got a voicemail and like our backlog. Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean that would be. I mean I would be pumped. Like if we just got one one last bat dad gem, that would be fucking great. Yeah. But. Yeah. I'm not sure. Well, pour some liquor out for sure. We love bat dad. We'll miss him. If you have any from a area code two hundred eight. Yeah, I was wondering that because. I don't think there is a way, you know, we've got obviously a lot of messages in here. I don't know if there is a way to search through them all. I mean, just looking at the app right now, I don't think there is. But, um, you know, with a little bit more prep, I can try and find some of his old voicemails and we can do uh, another tribute to him on a on an upcoming episode. That would be, I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's been tough for you, though, uh, just because you've been, you know, flying all day, so. But yeah, we should probably do something like that next week or in the following, yeah, but following episodes. Keep an eye on our socials. Um, I think, Shuddy, you already got the link out on our, our Patreon. Yeah, it's on the Patreon. I tweeted it out. Um, I put it up on Facebook. Um, Jeff shared oh. it on Facebook. Yeah, I you tweeted know. it as well. I've donated and all that. So Yeah, I'm going to tweet a link out to it tomorrow. So it's, you know, at a better time where more people will see it. Yeah. Yeah, we um, need... We need your fucking huge Twitter dick. <laughs> we do. This is, uh, and uh, I'm also uh, arranging to send flowers once the funeral arrangements are made. Nice. So. I was wondering about like some sort of gift. Uh, I guess it would be his mom, right? Yeah, we. Uh, I, I talked with, you know, like Ginger and stuff earlier today, and uh, they had suggested a food delivery service, so they didn't have to worry about meals, but. Talking with Fat Dog Collar, they're in Bumblefuck, Idaho, and there's nothing like that readily available. Ah, uh, that's a bummer. So, what Postmates? It's not in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> just send them. Here's your dinner for the night, and just send them a hundred dollars of Postmates from random places. Uh, yeah, but bummer. you guys, the Puminati's already stepped up huge, and thanks, guys. It's it's affected me more than I thought it would to lose one of our own like this. Yeah. Huge sure. fucking bummer. Like none, nobody that listens to us is old enough that they should be dying. Yeah. Yeah. Especially who's someone who's younger than all three of us. Yeah. Ma'am. Um, well, our, well, our thoughts go out to his family in this rough time. And, uh, you know, We'll dedicate this one's this one's for for the bat dad. This one is absolutely for the bat dad. Yeah, it's uh we'll go back and listen to some of his voicemails maybe in future episodes, but uh let's make this funny in honor of him moving forward since Well, 
I'll do my best, but I'm going to. You need to slow it down a little bit, actually, if you're going to really do your best. There was a request made for me. I know. I don't mean on the weed. I mean on the talking. Oh, okay. I'm doing too much. <laughs> your your cadence is too fast. Well, if if the Bat Dad was, you know, the pillar of the Puminati community like he was, I'm sure he liked farts. So maybe I can use this fart slime. That's way too big of a dab. I'm going to be useless. I feel like the Bat Dad had legendary farts. I don't think a 21 fart salute is in good taste, but maybe just one funny one. Get it on mic. I don't feel like this slime is performing very well today. Yeah, it's gotten some stage fright. No, it was it was firing in the uh, in the Easter egg, or maybe Kevin wore it out. Recording. Yeah, you squeeze all the gas. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> There's there's a science to this. You you really have to tilt it and leave a lot of room of air. Well, if there's a science to it, they got the perfect guy for this. I'm just you we, bet, Dad. we're just we're just ripping farts and dabs. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we've got to stay in our lane with the send off, you know. I don't think you would it's want it any other way. For a great friend. An iconic Puminati. Really was. If there's any justice in the world, he'll win the next MSPH Wrestling Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, we might have to actually... <laughs> I might cry if that were to happen. <laughs> we might actually have to pay to bribe the commissioner. Like, we're, we're actually going to bribe Dominic to, <laughs> to give Bat Dad a power enhancer in his stats. <laughs> yeah, I'll put him in the Royal Rumble and everyone else's rating is down to like one. And yeah, and make him number 30. <laughs> he's just fucking chucking dudes off <laughs> out of the ring. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a tough one to pivot out of, you know? I don't know. I don't know how to gently go into something else. Let's go into something. We didn't have to be gentle about it. I was so fucking mad about fear street 1666 i almost want to like i don't know i want to completely absolve my my myself from that series that's how that's how pissed off i was about the about the (coughs) really i guess i guess it wasn't on like game of thrones level because the first episode the first uh movie in the trilogy was was pretty good i liked it the second one i thought was fucking sick and this one was just terrible. And I was really hoping like they weren't going to do the things that they did, right? Like I we we have to just be on, I have to be honest about this. Of course. Like the the lesbians were always going to be witches. It was always going to happen. Like I don't know, like that probably was frowned upon as much if not more than witchcraft. And now there was just a, a black kid just walking around. I I don't know. Like I again not everything has to be historically accurate, but if just, I don't know. It's like they literally copy and pasted the 90s, whatever, 70s crew and just put them in the 1600s. It's like, all right, come on. Like, switch it up a little bit if you it, it was weird that they didn't recast it. Like, it was a different cast except for, you know, the, the time changes from 1994 to 78. Why didn't they just do a whole new crew 
for the 1600s one because it was so weird knowing all of those characters and actors and then having them do that weird Irishy pilgrim voice. Oh, I heard it. There's a witch down here. The fuck? Why, why are they talking like that? Like, if you're going to commit, at least talk like that movie, The Witch. You ever see The Witch? No. With yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy? That movie, they are so fucking pilgrimy in that, I had to put subtitles on for it. But it kicks ass. That was a sweet movie. I, scary. I don't think I was as bummed out at this one as you were. It's still just, it's so hard for them to be a gritty horror film when it's got that CW <clears throat> saccharin flavor aftertaste to it, you know? For sure. But uh, it didn't really slow it down in the second movie. Maybe a little bit in the first. I could have been like some of my issue with it, but the third one, man, was just, un- it was unbearable. Um, it didn't know, even have not- that great of kills. Like, it was a little spooky when the, the pastor was possessed or whatever and everybody had their eyeballs scooped out. Yeah. That was a little creepy. I like that. Yeah. And they only did what... creepy shit. They did, like, an hour of 1666, and then they jumped back ahead to 1994, and they put part two in front of it. Yeah. So it was almost like two movies in one. I mean, I appreciated the second half a lot more than the first half. So that's cool, I guess, you know? Yeah, it was kind of cool a little bit how they did a Home Alone thing to try and trap the the possessed psychos that were in the town coming after everybody. But I don't know. I feel like they sort of rushed that. Maybe I spaced out for a second and missed something, but some of the way they tied that all up seemed a little too neat for me. Dude, I had no idea who Jillian Jacobs was. Up until, like, the final scene. I was like, oh, wait, that's the girl from Love. <laughs> you know? I, I had never... I, it just completely went over my head the whole time. But, wow. uh... I, I like that... Was there... Uh, the, the girl from the Stranger Things trilogy? Or maybe just the, the most recent one. Uh, Ziggy or whatever. I think that was her name, either in real life or in the show. But... I don't know. I don't know. It was it was it was rough. It was a rough watch, dude. I was so jacked up. I went out and I bought popcorn. I got <laughs> M and M's. I dumped the M and M's in the popcorn. Did that for the first time ever. It came out fucking terrible. I was very disappointed. Did really? the M and M's melt? Is that what the issue was? No the the issue was that the M and M's just all went to the bottom of the bowl. So like I had to dig through all the popcorn to get M and M's and some popcorn. Um. It just didn't, the snack didn't come together like I was hoping to. And, like, it could have been, should have been the highlight of my night because that movie sucked dick. So I was, like, really excited about, like, having this M&M and popcorn thing because I've always heard about this. And it's even on the back of the M&M share bag where they're, like, the the peanut M&M is eating popcorn and little M&Ms. And it's, like, a suggestion of how to properly snack during the movies, it's suggesting that I've I've heard and, and I took, and didn't come through. I don't know if it works better in um, uh, a movie bag of popcorn or something, but very disappointed. Um, that doesn't really go into the grading. I just <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What we're yeah, how many? How many? Typically, M&M. that does go into your grading. The yeah. experience is part of it. How many M M&M and M popcorn dicks are you gonna suck? Oh, if we're keeping M M&M and M popcorn, I'm gonna suck. 
83. Out of res- out of res- no, I can't do the snack attack. Out of respect, I'm gonna suck. <laughs> out of respect for M and M's, I'll re- I'll suck one dick. But the movie itself, with Fear Street 1666, it was bad. I don't think I'm gonna give it a one. I, I think I'll give it. You know what? I'll give it a one. I will. A, wow. A, a one dick. I'll, uh, Tommy Slater. See, I wasn't hating because. on it that much. I'll give it like three point two five. Uh, I felt like it was. You're yeah. better at this one than me, or more sensible, I guess. It Most all depends dramatic, on however you want to put it. The viewer, I think, if you're listening to this show, you're either a, a Jeff, you're a Shuddy, or you're a Kevin. And I think the Jeffs out there will appreciate your one dick. The one dick you suck okay, for this movie. Okay, so we're, we're in agreement that there was a uh, there was a depreciation. It, it movie three was worse than movie two and one, right? We're agreement there. Yeah, and we're just in a little bit of a disagreement. Not that it's an of how much. We're in a disagreement of how bad it is. Yeah. Okay. I, I wasn't as disappointed as you, but it was just like, eh, all right. That was a thing. I watched it. See, okay, and you don't hold how you felt about the first two against the third one? Because I, I guess I do, and I graded on a curve. Like, I was really pumped. that I thought it had good momentum coming out of two. I don't know. There were still parts like it is. I mean, you know what's going to happen. The, the whole thing that they string along of all these Fear Street movies is there's a curse, there's a witch that's possessing people, making them turn into serial killers, and they really explain most of that in this one. And even knowing that that chick was going to be hung as a witch, like, they still fucked her up pretty good, that one dickhead guy that chopped her hand off. Like, when he, he like, stabbed, and she put her arm up to block it, and then kind of, like, wrenched. Oh, that, that was, was gross. Who was that? Was that, that, that was B.J. Novak? <laughs> no, B.J. Novak wasn't in it. Yes, he was. B.J. Novak played the cop, right? <laughs> Tell me that guy doesn't look exactly like B.J. He does. Novak. He's got a very strong B.J. Novak vibe, for sure. We, we were saying that in the Clark compound every 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 uh, part of the trilogy. It's like, how does B.J.? As soon as he showed up on the screen, it was B.J. Novak. I didn't know he was in this movie. <laughs> uh, I, You know what? I don't want to get into the twist. Spoilers. I didn't think that was terrible. I didn't. Yeah. I did. It wasn't great. Like they could have executed it better, but that the person that they chose wasn't terrible. Uh, Shuddy, what's up, Shuddy? Shuddy's about to go to sleep. No, oh, I'm just tired of listening to this He's, about this movie. That sucked. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so I'm. I on, almost uh, went back to the old days where I started banging on something to let you guys know I was bored, uh, but did it and refrained. From that's it. that's how you know Shuddy Boy is stone when he starts heckling his own podcast. <laughs> I think you mentioning that you were thinking about banging and then banging was you effectively doing that. Oh my god! Let's, let's move dude. on. I'm done. Uh, let's talk about another disappointing movie, Kevin. Oh, oh, oh! I saw. Yeah, we are Letterbox D Escabros on this one, right? Yep. I saw. I saw to, you post that. I've taken to go putting my ratings on Letterbox D after getting a talking to from Mark Rooster about not doing it. Uh, well said. And we both, I, I, I logged into, cause I watched an eighties movie also, which I was logging into letterbox D to rate and saw that you had rated 
gunpowder milkshake. Yep. And I was like, oh, I need to rate that too. Oh, because you watched it and forgot to rate it? Yeah, I Sharon and I watched it Saturday night when I was in the throes of the start of my fever. <laughs> yeah, which we have to get to after the movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was not in my thought process Sunday to... Um, did we watch it Friday? No, it was it was Saturday night. Uh, I was excited when she suggested it. I was like, "Yeah, let's watch this," because it looked Gunpowder cool. Milkshakes. What's wrong with that? Yeah, That's it's a good. it's a John Wick clone with um, Karen Gillan. I think that's how you say her name from Guardians of the Galaxy. She plays Nebula. She was in Doctor Who. She, she was, was also in, in Oculus. Jumanji. The Jumanji films, the newer <clears throat> ones. She's in those. Very cute. I'm a big fan of her. Um, yeah. And Carla Chigino. Lena Headey. Lena Headey. Headey. Mm-hmm. Cersei's in it. And Paul Giamatti's in it. And Michelle Yao's in it. And Carla Gugino is in it. So it was a cast of people that I enjoyed. Uh, it was a great oh, cast. Speaking of the witch, Ralph Einson, who was the the dad in the witch, with that deep booming eight foot dick voice, also a Game of Thrones guy. <laughs> he was in it. His character was cool. I always like seeing that guy pop up. But yeah, it kind of it, it fell into exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was it was just like we're just here to rely on action scenes that are a complete ripoff of John Wick, and the dialogue is going to be just straight up abysmal. It it was definitely shot in Europe, and the dialogue was almost like somebody put a foreign language through Google Translate. Yeah, this could have been a Tommy Wiseau production. Yeah, it was. The dialogue was really cheesy. Those three goons that were after her for a huge part of the first act were so infuriating. They were bad. Very, very bad characters. The the little cutesy stuff they tried to do, like she goes into the, the John Wick element, is uh, Angela Bassett and Michelle Yeoh and uh, 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 Carla Gugino are basically John Wick's Assassin's Association or whatever. They run like a library that's actually an arsenal. So you go in there and she... She, the the girl walks in with a duffel bag full of guns that just says "I heart kittens" on the side of it. Like I I rolled my eyes very hard at that, and then they're they're just they kept like oh what books are you looking to check out? Wink wink wink. It was just so fucking heavy handed and corny. I was I was cringing at all of it. Wait, was this actually from like the John Wick universe? No, no. It okay. You're just it just desperately wants to be. Gotcha. Same type of like themes and yeah, yes. I mean, at least it's going for that. It actually gotcha. didn't have as much action as I thought it was. There was definitely long periods yeah. where there wasn't a ton of action, but when they did get into it, there was some decent stuff. There were some cool kills. There were some cool battles. the The blood splatter CGI when somebody got shot wasn't the greatest, but it also wasn't horrible. But the stuff in between it was just. Brutal. She 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 kind of like adopts this little girl because she, spoiler alert, accidentally kills her dad, 
in a mission gone wrong. And the little girl, you figure like a little girl that's about eight years old, eight or ten years old. I don't know how old little kids are by looking at them, but I don't know. Could have been <laughs> eight to ten years old. She was she was eight. Okay. So Because yeah. in the phone call he says, uh, if you don't want your uh daughter spending her ninth birthday in the dirt or with the fishes. One of those two cliches. You'll have the money at this spot in an hour. So she was eight. Okay, yeah. Eight-year-old girl. That's the kind of dialogue you're working with. It was, yeah, just the most beaten to powder cliche lines over and over and over and over and over. And that little girl, her dad dies... And then she's just like, oh, let's go have an adventure. I'm all smiles and giggles. Fucking eight-year-old losing a parent, and she's just like, okay, can I drive? Well, they have short memories. Yes. Less to hold on to, those eight-year-olds. It was definitely a bummer, though. I, I had high hopes. I like, you know, the cast, solid cast, piss-poor execution. I feel it like people just rough. need to let John Wick be John Wick. Everything that tries to be a John Wick clone, at the best you could hope for is something that's just decent or passable. Just let John Wick do what it does. But, okay. My pushback on that, though, isn't like Nobody with um, Bob Odenkirk. That's got some John Wick vibe to it, right? Yeah, 100%. But we still don't know. That might technically be in the John Wick universe. What? There has been rumblings about that, right? I haven't heard anything. I have not. I thought, let me look that up. Because I thought there was something in it that was a direct connection to John Wick. Nobody John Wick connection. Imagine if Bob Odenkirk and John Wick have some fucking epic battle. They cross paths. Uh, I'm taking taking John Wick. Oh, I guess according to Screen Rant, um, nobody is not set in the same universe as John Wick. So, fuck me. I mean, yeah. Nobody was good, but again, you know, John Wick's better. Of course, but you're not holding, uh, you're not, you're not shitting on nobody for trying to get into that, you know, world or that, 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 um, I don't know, that style of storytelling. That's true. As you are with gun, gunpowder. It's just no, because the just they didn't do it well. Yeah, exactly. The execution was was poor. I think at this point I just might nudity? be getting fatigue. No, no nudity. I think I'm just nobody was good, but there there were clones before that that sucked. Now this one sucks. I feel like it's going to cheapen the next John Wick movie that comes out. Like when I go and see see it, I'm like, "Oh god, am I just already burnt out on this format?" There's your neuroses again. <laughs> I do not feel that way at all. What's the, wasn't there a one with like Charlie's Theron, where she was like a Russian spy that was beating Atomic up Blonde. To. Yeah. Atomic Blonde. That was her, right? Yep. And that wasn't great either. That, yeah, that probably sucked, huh? It was better than Gunpowder Milkshake. I'll give him that. Fair enough. Doesn't sound like a lot as much worse than Gunpowder Milkshake, though. I'll tell you that. No, it was pretty bad. I just... I just need to digress for a second, and I love that Jeff's head is just covering one picture almost completely instead of it being off over his left shoulder a little bit. His head is just, it's directly behind his head. Oh, I don't want to make more holes in my um, 
in my uh, in my wall. And I, I do got to put up something next to either side of these, probably. Uh, Arts has some artwork <laughs> uh, in, in store for us, and that he might be passing along. That is going to go on the wall. I almost said arts and like back to back words. It was weird. Arts got us arts. <laughs> yeah, arts got us arts. <laughs> yeah, of all of us as Princess Leia. Yeah, I didn't really get that, but it looked sweet. <laughs> it was definitely all of us in golden bikinis in Jabba's palace. Yeah, I don't get what it was, but it was funny. You know, us in bikinis and some slime monster. That was cool. Yeah, I mean. I I thought the art was good. That's all that matters to me. And I'm on it, you know. And I like me. Yeah, I'm all about me. So, hey, I'm not going to see this movie. No, Space two and Jam. a half dicks. Don't waste your time. Yeah, I'm at 2.25. Great. Okay. Um, I'm not going to see Space Jam. So I don't, I don't know if anyone was wondering that. I have no <laughs> review for Space Jam. I'm not going to weigh in on it. However... LeBron James was at the NBA Finals last night, and um, they they cut like they cut to him on the crowd, or not really in the crowd, courtside, and they had a lower third come up. It said LeBron James, the star of Space Jam, and beneath it, it had thirty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, like four point one on IMDb, and a shitty Metacritic score. They gave the stats. Why would on they it. share that? They shit on LeBron, like, in the final. It was fucking oh, crazy. I like that. It was crazy, yeah. I was like, well, wait a second. I couldn't... At first, I thought it was, like, fake. I couldn't believe that they were just taking... ABC was just taking a shot at Yeah, they didn't want to put LeBron James, basketball player. They were like, star of this turd, and here's all of the critics to support that it's a turd. Just... Yeah, the fucking producers, huge Michael Jordan fans. They're over LeBron shit. So, like, as a kid, we've gone over this many times. I never really watched the sports movies that were geared towards kids. I never watched The Mighty Ducks. I never watched The Sandlot, even though I did rewatch that in the past couple, or watch that in the past couple years as an adult. I never watched Little Giants. I never watched. You said Mighty Ducks? Yeah, I never watched Mighty Ducks. And I never saw the original Space Jam. Real quick, let me power rank them for you. One, Sandlot. Two, I'll go Little Giants over Mighty Ducks. I think Mighty Ducks is overrated. I'll go three, Mighty Ducks, because I do like Emilio Estevez. And it was the first one. I actually like the, th- I, think, I think the whole trilogy is good. I feel like the third one is actually kind of slept on. Um, and then I agree with you. I agree with you. I did not enjoy Space Jam as a younger person. I, Do you agree with me on the 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 duck, uh, Mighty Ducks take, where the third one's kind of underrated? You're just saying. No, I agree Space with Jam. that. I like the third one. I like all yeah. three of them. I, yeah, I it was watched trip, the though. first one not that long ago on Disney Plus. How to hold up? It, I it, it was a lot of fun to watch. So is there, is there a better, from our era, kids sports movie than The Sandlot? I don't think so. I actually think I, I, I would categorize Sandlot as a five-dicker. And in my opinion, it's kind of unquestionable. Like, that movie is fucking awesome. And Happy I Gilmore doesn't movie. count, right? No, I, would, I mean, I watched it as a kid, and it's absolutely <laughs> a five-dicker. But I, I, 
you can't you can't you can't compare Sandlot to Happy Gilmore. It's not fair for either one of them. I would put sense. Little Big League and Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year above Space Jam. Which one's Rookie oh, of the sure. Year? Is that oh, the kid sure. that like gets struck by lightning and he can jerk off really fast with his arm? Well, <laughs> no, he no. breaks his arm, <laughs> and when it heals, he can throw the baseball super fast. Uh, however, Every kid's I will, dream. I will say, we knew what Kevin was talking about. <laughs> you know, he was he was kind of there. We, I knew what he meant. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and he, uh, yeah, he breaks his arm. He's like an outfielder, like trying to be an outfielder for his, I don't know, high school team or. Maybe it's middle school that the kid is in. Breaks his arm and just has a fucking cannon. Can like whip it and like is has unnatural motion at this point and ends up throwing in like the high nineties and goes in place for the Cubs. And I that movie kicks ass too. I wouldn't call it a five dicker, but I love them. I wonder how many after that movie came out, how many kids tried to have their their friends break their arm <laughs> so they could get it healed and th- and pitch really fast. Jeez. I mean, is there anything Thank like God? You didn't. Thank God you didn't watch these movies growing up. <laughs> I mean, that seems so flimsy. Was there? I know it's a kids' movie, but was was there anything supernatural? Was there like a genie? Like, was his doctor a genie? Uh, no. That's isn't that flimsier? No, because I mean, I, supernatural is a better explanation than I broke my arm and it healed, and now I have a super arm. When so the fuck has that this, ever happened? So I just found an article. Uh, from July 14th, 2016, about the movie. And it starts off with, it's the stuff of a kid's dream. You're a lousy little leaguer until you break your arm and return to the injury, from the injury, throwing 103 miles per hour. Looking like fucking Chapman out there. Just, here comes the heat, baby. And, uh, who else is in that movie? Fuck. Why am I, why am I speaking? Gary Busey. And it was like normal Gary Busey. Was, oh, before the motorcycle good. crash? I think. I mean, he was good in it. But this article is just to disprove the science of Rookie of the Year. Fuck that article. It's like the article's disproving the Armageddon science. Fuck you. It's not, <laughs> so you're just storytelling. Oh, let me see if I know. Gary Busey's character's name in that movie was Chet Stedman, right? Chet Stedman. <clears throat> is I this love that movie. Rookie of the Year we're still talking about? Yeah, Rookie of the Year. Chet I, I wanna, I'm gonna, Stedman? I'm going to have to rewatch that. Chet Stedman. I think that was his name. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, what about um, Angels in the Outfield? Movie sucked. Fuck that movie. I remember that as a kid. Christopher Lloyd's in it, right? What? Correct. Really? I saw it once, and I barely remember it, but I do remember seeing it, and it was probably like a Daniel date. Stern directed Rookie of the Year. What? Yeah. yeah, and he was a pitching coach, which yep. all, and he and he did a, he did a kick ass job as a pitching coach. Where has he been? I fucking Chet love Daniel Stedman Stern. Was is in fact his character it in is, Rookie right? of the Year? How you, you I've seen that movie just... a whole bunch of times. <laughs> I've seen that movie a whole bunch of times. I don't re- retain information for shit. Actually, he was in the show Shrill. Yeah, like, what's wrong with, like, I don't know, Daniel Stern, right? I, I feel like his career should still be happening. Like, I, He was I in know. an episode of Workaholics. He was in Game Over, man. That's the the move, the Netflix movie with the Workaholics crew. 
but I haven't seen that. This, I heard it was pretty bad. This could lead to a tangent, perhaps. He was he the narrator, just the narrator of Wonder Years, right? Yeah. yeah. You guys see that they're doing a new Wonder Years, right? Yeah. Have you seen that? And he's not going to be the, he's not going to be the inner monologue for that one. No, no, Don Cheadle is. It's a black family. Oh, there did they really cast Don Cheadle? Yeah, no, it's a black family. Oh, no, sure. I knew it was a he's, I knew it was a black family. I didn't know they had cast people already. I don't I don't know if he's in this show. Maybe he's just the narrator. I'm not I'm not sure. I'm looking it up. He's definitely the narrator. Daniel Stern is in one of my all-time favorite movies, Little Monsters, with Fred Savage, which is currently on Netflix. Definitely worth a, a watch. That that the Kevin Craft classic. Huh? That is like Triple that K. and the That's Goonies. A KKK. If there's ever if there's ever one, you oh, yeah. fucking sons of bitches. <laughs> hey, I don't know which movie I've here. watched the most in my life. If it's Goonies, Little Monsters, or Terminator Two. Oh. But it's close. I'm glad you brought up Goonies. I have something special for the Patreon. Goonies related. Shuddy Boy is going to get so stoned saluting Bat Dad that he's going to sound like Sloth by the Patreon show. I think he's doing a good job right now. Don't don't listen to him, Shuddy. You're doing Thanks, I appreciate your support. We need us friends to support each other right now. We're going through a hard time. Kevin's being a fucking jerk off. <laughs> uh, man, I love talking about these movies too. Is there anything we're missing? Any any kids sports movies that belongs in this discussion? Because I'm I'm fucking horrible with this stuff. Let's see. Like I haven't. I mean, nothing jumps Sandlot. I can't imagine I'm going to hear a movie. It's like oh yeah, forty best sports movies for kids. I feel like they're going to lump some shit Sandlot in there. Sandlot is number one. I mean, Rudy doesn't count. That's not. Yeah, I'm not going to count. I'm no. going through the list. I'm not going to count. Like they go, Sandlot, Hoosiers, Field of Dreams, The no. Natural. No. Those are I would put the Field of Dreams in there. No, Field of, no, Field of right, Dreams no. isn't isn't geared towards kids. It's like a serious drama with baseball ghosts. <laughs> I watched Major League when I was a kid. Does that count? I mean, it's Air not made Bud. for kids, but it's in that. It's in that. But what about no. Necessary Roughness? You ever see Necessary Roughness? Oh, I love that movie. Kathy no. Ireland, Scott Bakula. What, I mean. Damn. I'm going to have to check that out, I guess. I haven't yeah. Seen Scott Bakula was <laughs> Scott a promising f- high school football star. And then his dad died. So instead of going to college, he went and worked the family farm and would just throw in the field. And... A coach takes over a really shitty Texas college football team and recruits Scott Bakula, who's like 40 years old, because he still has four years of eligibility, college, el- or yeah. college eligibility to be the quarterback of this team of misfits, where Kathy Ireland is on the girls' soccer team, and he brings her on to be the place kicker. And the center is a giant Samoan dude. It's fucking woke amazing. And ahead of its time. It's so fun, man. Kathy That's Ireland. One I would revisit. My it, when I was a kid, my room had an equal mm. amount of Nirvana and Kathy Ireland posters in it. I uh, I had the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition that she was on the cover for. 
that I cut out the pictures and hung them on my wall. And my father came in and made me take them down because he said my mother would lose her shit if my bedroom looked like a boy's locker room. Sorry, son, but we can't have you jerking off to Kathy Ireland in here. That's just not cool. You, you never stood a chance with porn, huh? <laughs> yeah. uh, the Big Green. Nah. Cool Runnings. Would that count, would that count as a kid It was movie? a Disney movie. It, yeah, it was geared towards kids. Yeah, but so was Miracle. Is that on the list? Is the bobsled a sport? The Miracle I it yeah, was on the, the list. I didn't say it because while it was a Disney movie, it wasn't as jokey and lighthearted as Cool Runnings was. That movie could have been so much better if it was rated R. That had so much opportunity. Which one? Cool Runnings? No, no, no. Miracle with Kurt Russell. I didn't see that. But man, if Cool Runnings was rated R, holy shit. <laughs> it's like blazing saddles. <laughs> <laughs> there would definitely be a, a scene where the Jamaican bobsled team accidentally gets John Candy high. <laughs> I wonder how many like lists we would go through that the Sandlot would be number one. Like I feel like it's like almost irrefutably the best kids sports movie. I mean, watching The Sandlot for the first time in my late thirties, I think I might have missed out on that childhood magic that it brings. So I don't really hold any of these movies close to my heart. I don't have a yeah, dog in this fight at all. How much baseball have you played in your life? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I what I did could count as playing baseball. So I'm going to say zero. Right. I, yeah, I played some a bat around does not necessarily count. You get me in some kickball, though. I fucked with kickball. So I've looked at two lists so far. One had Sandlot number one. The second one has Mighty Ducks number one. Fair enough. That is the other movie that, that it would be contending with. Pretty, uh, I would say that's a pretty consistent, like, Exact the box of the first two kids sports movies. But now this one just to makes me, no anymore. fucking sense because it has Karate Kid number one, and then Ooh. Ladybugs as number two. All right, I love Rodney Dangerfield, but I feel like that's got to be blasphemy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty pretty silly to have that as number two on a list. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that either. I'm with you. And what was the first one again? Karate Kid. Karate Kid. I have not seen Karate Kid since the 80s. Do you think it still holds up? Yes. Okay. Isn't there a whole, like, um... It's on like Netflix right now, I think. school of people, or, like, a, like a, almost like a trend where, like, Danny... Or uh, the Karate Kid's actually the bad guy in that movie. Have you heard this? Isn't that well? It's because how Cobra Kai. Yeah, because yeah, it's exactly. All right, never mind. They made a whole show about that idea. It's it's not a far fetched theory. It's not. It's not so much that Daniel is the bad guy, as much as it's more ambiguous who the actual prick was. Like it, it devillainizes Johnny and kind of shifts some of the blame over to to Daniel 
And it, yeah. I feel like it does it fairly well. Like it doesn't make any big leaps or even really disregard stuff that happens. It just gives a, an added layer of explanation and makes it possible to have a show about one of the biggest assholes in movie history to be a likable character that you want to watch in a, in a series. Shuddy boy. I had Kathy Ireland's IMDb page up. Uh huh. And apparently she did a movie in 1988 called alien from LA. And the description of it on IMDb says a young woman with a childish voice travels to Africa looking for her missing archaeologist father and stumbles into a strange subterranean civilization. You and Dom have to track a copy of this down. I'm going to, uh, what was it called? Alien from L.A. And it, the IMDb rating is a 2.9 out of 10. It's runtime is 127 minutes. What? It looks like the only option to watch it might be purchasing it on Amazon for $10.50. The most random pricing I've ever seen of oh, an Amazon. Oh, Canon. Canon Films did it. Are you familiar with them? You're not? I, don't, I guess not. It's Dom's oh. favorite studio. Wow. You guys are in luck. We, we stumbled upon this at the right time. According to this listing on Amazon, on July 27th, there is a Blu-ray release of this coming out. Oh, Jesus Christ. For the low, low price of $34.98. That's not bad. Alien from L.A. It's got one of those, like, artwork painted covers. It looks horrible, but I bet... Films did... uh... The Masters of the Universe movie. Oh, okay. Well, I've never they seen did that. Cyborg with Jean-Claude, which is actually uh, a was originally supposed to be the sequel to Masters of the Universe, but got changed to Cyborg. Okay, there is a DVD of Alien from L.A. for $11. And it's 1988 Kathy Ireland. She's got to be a total babe in it for how horrible the movie is. Oh, there's also a Mystery Science Theater 3000 treatment of it that you can get on Prime. Wow. What a, mark this day in your calendar, folks, when you learn that a movie called Alien from L.A. starring Kathy Ireland from 1988 exists. I'm, you're going to have to text this to Dom because I'm never going to remember it. That's true. You don't even look like you remember how eyeballs work. Luckily, they're working on their own as much as possible, so I don't have to do much. (laughs) They're autonomous eyeballs. Yep. Yeah. They are not currently open. Shuddy Boy's eyelids have sealed. How are you feeling over there? Fantastic. Are you feeling better than you were the last couple of days? Yeah. Yeah. I... It was... Uh, Did you get the Delta variant? I thought I might have. It was that bad. Um, Saturday, early afternoon, I started to get body aches. And then 
by Saturday night, I had a fever and uncontrollable chills. Um, I had a, such a fever that Saturday night, I literally sweat out three pounds of water weight in bed. Did you actually you sweat that? Before and after? Yeah, did you weigh yourself? I weigh myself every morning before I get in the shower. Really? Oh. Yeah. That's an addiction. I, I, I thought either Shuddy Boy weighs himself a lot or you weighed your sheets in the morning. No. <laughs> that would be awesome. No, so Saturday morning I was 189.2. Sunday morning I was 186.4. Jesus. And I mean, I was, my clothes were just soaked. The, the comforter was visibly wet. Did you piss your pants maybe? I did not. My hair, like when, you know, when you sweat a lot and your hair get, feels weird, yeah. my entire head was like sticky and clammy. It well, was maybe when you pissed yourself disgusting. when you were sleeping, your penis was aimed upwards, like laying on your stomach and you just pissed straight up all over your, your it head. It was definite. I woke up. Constantly that? throughout the <laughs> night because I was shivering and freezing. It was awful. And then that lasted through till yesterday and hadn't gotten any better. So uh, we I went to the emergency room uh, for them to tell me that it was some other virus, basically. They didn't know that last night. They did the COVID swab. Uh, to test for that, they did a a urine test to make sure it wasn't a UTI, and they took blood to rule out Lyme's disease. Yikes. Damn. They really ran the what, gamut what, on what you. What was it, though? What did they settle on? Well, the COVID test was negative. There was nothing wrong with my urine sample other than I just I sweat so much and felt like so much shit yesterday. I didn't hydrate properly. And the blood test results won't be back for another day or two. But last night, I felt really crappy when I went to bed. Sweat quite a bit during the night again. Um, yeah, Shuddy sent me a picture of him in the hospital and was like, I might not make it to the show tomorrow. Well, if I was just, if, if it was COVID, because I was... Um, not <laughs> convinced that I was going to be any better today. I was expecting it to be worse because the symptoms were exactly like my symptoms from the vaccine. Uh, I'm fucking destroyed right now. Flying to Texas and driving back up through the South. Do you think that had anything to do with this? Uh, Well, since I don't have COVID, probably not. It was probably just something I picked up from being back in the store so frequently. Like I got a bad idea. Feeling a little off, but I've gotten better, felt better as the day has gone on. No fever, no sweating, no chills. Just some stupid ass virus that kicked my my ass because I haven't been sick in a year and a half. Oh shit. I, I wonder, like, how much sicker you were than me the other day. Because I was pretty sick last week. But I didn't go to the hospital. I, I don't know. I just went because there were, at 
eight o'clock on a Sunday in Quakertown, there are not very many options available where you can go. <laughs> so Word. Uh, instead of waiting till this morning, we just went because, you know, if it was COVID, it would be better to know as soon as possible. And Thankfully, no one else in the house wasn't. is sick? No. You didn't sweat all over the missus and pass it on to her? Not as of yet. She has not shown any symptoms. I wouldn't have. Uh, she shouldn't have even slept next to you if you were sweating that fucking profusely. Yeah, it was It was bad. It was almost <laughs> embarrassing. Oh, I'd say you were sweating confusiously. <laughs> I uh, I did forget how to say it, but then I leaned into it, and I thought everyone won. <laughs> I feel yeah, everyone. I feel like you you totally stuck the landing on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now that now that I'm thinking about, it, I can't say that word. Wait, profusus. Mm, no, now it's just sound it out. You'll get there. Uh, should we do it in the podcast though? Yeah, I'm getting a little getting a little self conscious. I feel stupid. And I don't Puss want to be made fun of for being stupid. <laughs> Profusely. <laughs> I can't even spell this one. There's a lot of words that I can't say that I can at least spell. I I, I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> do this one. Butt cheek fuck me. <laughs> All right. No, you nailed it the first time. Profusely. Yeah. No, that feels right. That feels good. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're uh, feeling better, Shuddy Boy. Me too. I'm glad you don't yeah, got the no Rona. COVID. Yeah, that would be a real bummer. Uh, yeah. Well, no one's on this pot. No one on this podcast had COVID yet, right? We've been pretty lucky, except you, who got it from a stripper. I didn't have it. Yeah, you did. I mean, I wasn't diagnosed with it. I'll tell you <laughs> that. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't count if you get COVID and refuse to get tested. So you'd be like, "See, I never had it." <laughs> Uh, well, if I, I mean, if I kick the sickness in two days, it can't be COVID, right? I had what Shuddy had. It's going around. <clears throat> I, g- I gave it to him. Sorry, Shuddy. No, because you were still, like, had a wet cough at the, when we went to the 626 night market. I didn't cough once in front of you or Rimmer. Oh, yeah, you did. Did I? Yeah. Oh, man. It's probably Rimmer, gross. Rimmer was like, wow, that was, last week. that was some fucking cough he had going. Bullshit. She didn't say anything. Yeah, she did. No, she didn't. I don't even Because you had you. these fucking hot, you. wet, phlegmy no. coughs. This is what you do. This is what you do, Kevin. I don't believe she said that. You know what? No one's falling for your fucking propaganda, Jeff. I'm not falling for your bullshit. You know what? Give me your number. I'll text you. I'll ask her. You know what? I'm trying to shield her from that. <laughs> call her. Call her. Let's That's bring funny. her on the yeah. air. You, you send her the Zoom link. Yeah, she'll be right on. <laughs> Email it to her. She's, she's by a computer, I'm sure. Hey, do you guys want to see how my art final turned out? Yes. You're done with this shit? Thank yeah. God. Our classes are fucking over. Did you fail? Man, it's such a relief. I might have. Because I had to take... You haven't gotten your grade yet. No. He hasn't... He's, like, way far behind on grading all of our shit. And he, he gave an assignment out. As I was leaving, so I had to take a zero on it, and he, for some reason, all of our projects in the beginning were worth like 10 points, and they bumped up to 20, and we knew from day one 
that the final grid drawing that we were supposed to be working on from day one until the last day and then submitting it was worth 50. So I thought that was the final project. That's the biggie. Last week of classes, he fucking dumps these 50 pointers on us. And some of the projects had to be submitted in a discussion forum as well. And the rule was you post yours and then comment on two other people's projects. Those things were usually five points each. The project that I had to take a zero on because I had to travel also was a discussion one worth 10 points. So I ate a fucking 60-point dick in my butt. And I don't know if that's going to... I don't know how that's going to affect my final grade, but losing 60 points, I feel, is going to... It's going to drop me some letters, for sure. Does yeah, it matter? I mean, how many, no. How many points? I'm not going to get grounded. Like, dude's not going to give me detention. I'm not getting um, we're gonna, college credit. If, if you fail, I'm taking this podcast away from you for a week. F you. Have you and Rent Rent decided on just doing naked people drawings? It came up today. Whose idea? Yep. Who, who, who brought it up? Of course it was me. <laughs> You won't even fart in front of this woman, but you'll hang out with naked people in front of her. I, I don't. I honestly don't think we are going to be doing drawing naked people. But can't you go she, somewhere and draw like still lives or? We 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 do want to take an actual just art class, like a uh, one off. So, you know, go and just do like a one or two hour class with some teacher that's doing it at an, you know an art supply store or some shit. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Something that's more fun. Something that's in person, and something that's maybe more what we're looking to do. Like yeah, uh, like maybe go to one of those wine and paint things. Yeah, those are all definitely on the table. This was very stressful. It made Rant Rant want to swear off art for the rest of her life. It was it was very that- intense. The guy, this guy, hit us with a barrage of assignments. And stuff that was way more advanced. Everybody that, that heard me mention that our final project from Drawing 101 is a grid drawing was like, that's fucking ridiculous. That's way too advanced for Drawing 101. In these discussion things, you see other people's submissions. And there's this one chick that I don't know what the fuck she's doing in Drawing 101. All of her stuff turns out looking photorealistic. And then there's some people that butchered fucking stick figures. So I, I'm also kind of curious. I'd like to see what their grades are. Like, this looks like, are you, did you sustain a head injury early on in life? Because you get a zero. This is stupid. You got, are you doing art with Parkinson's? Is that what that is? Did you mean to sign up for fart class and maybe accidentally ended up here? So here's what we had to do. If you missed last week, I had to submit a picture draw a grid on it with a ruler to make sure it divides itself up into equal cubes, recreate that grid, and then go square by square and recreate the photograph. And the faces, I clearly struggled with. I just, I just want to go, go back for a second. You just said, if you, if you remember last week, I want to meet the one Puminati that like misses a week of of the podcast and just doesn't listen. Like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. I mean, <laughs> just move on. If you look at our stats on the hosting site, the download numbers are in the same ballpark, but wildly different. So people okay. clearly don't listen to every episode. So you never know. 
do you do you take that as like, oh man, man, this title and description sucks? <laughs> like, is it something about? Do you look inward and take the sometimes? Why 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 did this one fail? What did I do? What did we do wrong? <laughs> what what made people skip this one? Uh, so anyways, I, just think that, I think that's funny. One bird, you know what? Fuck last week. Who cares? It's over. So here's the picture. Again, this is the original. Wow, you did a good job. Yeah, <laughs> not bad, right? <laughs> you said original. You ruined my joke. So, okay, I will, I will say this. I erased and redid the faces so many times that the paper was starting to wear thin. And if I kept going with it, I was going to wear a hole in the actual paper. So I had to just commit with where I left things. Joy turned out okay. <clears throat> My sister does not look like herself, but it looks like a face that an actual human being might have. My mom and I kind of look like if our faces were made out of silly putty and you parked a truck on them and then the truck did a burnout. Okay, so here's the original, and then there's the drawing. So you can see <coughs> I'm having a hard time because the picture's in the way when I try to hold it up. So I'll try and zoom in on Joy. All right, yeah. that Looks like a human. Yep, back it up a little bit. Go to the left. Yep, looks like a human. Okay, here's my Dude, mom. You're good. Nope, go the other direction. <laughs> that nose is something. Yeah. Yeah, she kind of looks like a, like a documentary villain. And then you. you know? I don't know, man. I think you're good. I mean, I... Well, I, I think I other see... than Mama Craft's nose, they're not as bad as you made them sound. Like, I, I see the difference between you and someone who can really, really draw. But I I think you're better than drawing 101. My face is but so maybe, fucking derped out. You drew yourself <laughs> more masculine so looking. At. That's all it is. I wasn't maybe trying. because I'm just so fucking terrible at drawing. That's something I just, I never, I was never good at art. Like, I never was interested or picked up on it. And then I took art history, like honors art history class in high school. And honors. I love it. I, yeah. Yeah. I took this class in 10th grade called, it's called world culture and world literature. And it was like the hardest class in high school. We had to do, I did a 45 minute speech. Um, like the, the big project in this 10th grade class is you did, uh, you had to do a, a speech on a book for an entire class. Like 20 to 25 minutes is you breaking down the book, talking about the themes of it and all that other shit. And then the last 15 or 20 minutes is like questions from the crowd or questions from your classmates and questions from your teachers. And like, I have like, I just no. I had no interest in art ever growing up. I hated do doing art in school whenever we had to. And I, like, I never drew or did anything like that. Like, that was never an interest of mine. But, like, art history is super fascinating. And I love, like, I, I, I really like going to museums, like the Metropolitan Museum in New York. I know it's, maybe it's cheesy, but that's, like, my favorite museum. And I always like going there if I'm in New York City. And 
for an extended period of time. So I appreciate art, but I have no like skill and no interest in trying it myself. So I think what you did is good, dude. When looking at Henri Matisse's uh, nude descending a staircase, it gives me a special feeling in my bones. Dude, I, it's been so long. So you got to th- like tenth grade for me was I'm thirty four. 18 years ago, right? 16? I was 16, I think. 18 years ago. So more than half my life. I'm turning 35 this year. So I don't remember. I don't remember, you know, that much. But I aced that class. And, like, I was nasty at, like, breaking down art and, like, talking about the history of it. And, like... I feel like like the dick should have been bigger. Other than that, (laughs) solid painting. Well, I mean... Yeah. Uh, we don't need to talk about the Hellenistic culture, but <laughs> Michelangelo's David, I, kind of a needle dick, but pretty cool. I fuck with it. <laughs> yeah, they really didn't do him any favors, did? Right? <laughs> give him a fucking oh, you call that a penis? Micro penis? Oh, all right. Oh, well, whatever. If you say so. Shut he's over. He's the one to talk about art. Maybe they had little, little dicks back in the day. How many? <laughs> what would you? Let's guess what you think Kevin's grade is with all the information that you like, 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 like we do with the Guinness Book of World Record uh, articles that you read. Let's <laughs> mean you guess. I guess Kevin, you can guess too since you don't really know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think you'll get. I'm gonna think. I'll see you get an 84. I think you're gonna be because well, it's worth 50 points. Yeah, you said sixty. So are you just down to a forty right there? <laughs> no, no, because it's it, it adds no, up. No, he lo- he's missed. Uh, he's l- getting a zero on a fifty-point assignment and a zero on another ten-point assignment. So he's losing sixty points. This one by itself is worth fifty. So it's going to be right. graded on how, a. How many fucking points does he have in the whole course? Do you know how many points? Not really. I can go look. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're all guessing. It's not out of a hundred. Oh, no. you're asking right. what his is final it out grade of 800? is. Is it out of three hundred? I thought you what meant what it? he was yeah. getting on no, no, this no, no, particular no. project. No. I apologize. We're, yeah, no, no, we're, we're guessing his my final overall grade. grade. Yeah, do you do you get how is it graded? Do you get numbers? Is it what, zero to four? I'm gonna guess two point eight. Either 2.8 or is that the same? No, no, no. <laughs> I forget what. 2.9 or an 84. Those are. I think those are the same thing. They're not. Because a 3.5 is a 90. Shuddy, just make your guess and get us out right? of this discussion. <laughs> Come on. We're guessing your grade. Do you know it? Do you, do you know what kind of grade do you get? Is it 0 to 100? 0 to 4? I don't know. I'm not. Through- it's been fucking 20 years since I've been in college. I don't know what's going on. You didn't have a fucking syllabus? This guy didn't give you anything? He didn't give you a primer? You <laughs> think I fucking read syllabuses? What? If you paid for the college course, yeah, I figured you would read the syllabus. Well, you guessed wrong. I don't have time for Are that you, shit. Okay. To get this back to video games, something that you, all of us, the Puminati care about... Do you read? Are you the guy that would read the instructions on the video games when you got them? I know I no. don't do that anymore. I flipped. I, I would flip through them and look at the pictures, just but turn on. no, just turn it on and, and wing it. That's that's how I handle life. I turn it on and a I 2. wing 9 it. 2.9 out of 4 would be a 72.5. And that's a C. 
that's a C minus, right? Actually, it would round up. So what's an 84? Oh, my God. Just give a fucking letter so we can move on. 3.36. All right, we're moving on. Let's do some voicemails. Yay. 67, Jeff. I think he gets a 67. (laughs) Fuck, man. He has no faith in you, Kevin. <laughs> well, he's, you, you I'm only ass. doing that because he's losing 60 points and we don't know what the total number of points available is. I think he's going to be great on a curve, and he did a good job <laughs> describing the, the, the retards in his class. And I, I guess there's a wide gap, but I feel like he's going to end up on the higher side of it. Going 84. We'll see. Kevin, report back with your dumbass grade. All right. I'm I'll see what a I get. Credit. All right, here's here's one of our friends. Play, damn you! Oh no! I have to do the thing again. Oh no! Do you have to reset the whole iPad? Mad scientist party hour. It's psycho. I'm using my cell data because I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere in rural Ontario at Sable Beach. It's beautiful, but. You think motherfuckers have internet? You are wrong. Anyway, I was calling to tell Twisted Texan that his story was bad and he should feel bad. Also, Jeff, you're a pussy. And uh, all love to you other two. But, uh, yeah. Talk to you soon. It's Psycho, in case it was unclear. Peasy. Yeah. Man, Psycho popping in from Canada. Fucking take some shots. Dropping some Psycho ether. Life. Psychological is a fucking dipshit. I like him. I like him a lot, but oh my god. I want to give him shaking baby syndrome sometimes. <laughs> you know what that is? You shake a baby so violently that their brains bounce off the inner part of their skull and they die. I yep, want to do that. It's kinda... a psychological hair there. Well, he doesn't sound like a baby, but you might be able to scramble his brains. That time's a party hour. This is Pally. Big fan. Love you guys. Bye. Sure. Right. Sweet. Thank quick, you. Quick drive-by. Hey. Appreciate the props. We love you, too. Oh. All right. This next voicemail clocks in at 2 minutes and 49 seconds. Oh, jeez. Here we go. I don't want to get too excited about these. They usually turn out good for me, but one of these times, it's gonna, a knife is going to go on my back. Well, let's see if this is the time. I keep my head in a swivel. It's almost Independence Day, and all three of you <laughs> embody a different aspect of this very complex and beautiful country. Kenny, once upon a time, men were men. They stormed the beaches of Normandy, liberated Europe and enable the future where you can be a genderless pile of failure in your studio apartment. Do you ever think about those men who died on those beaches? The sacrifices that have allowed you to have the life that you waste? I hope you think about them this weekend while you're enjoying your after-brunch cornholing at your local dispensary or whatever you people do. Useless. Jeff, you're the decadent American dream. Handsome, wealthy, articulate. I've been where you are now, and it's a critical point. Your wealth is sizable enough that it compounds in your sleep, so you fill your time with women and luxury. But it starts to lose its meaning fast. 
I'm about 10 years past that point, and here's what I wish I would have known then when I was at your point. One, allocate as much of your capital as possible into commercial real estate in New York, London, and Hong Kong. And the second point is that all the threesomes in the world will never give you the nourishing meaning that a loving twosome will. Remember that, Jeff. It's important. Shady, there's a darkness that sits at the soul of America, and it's a darkness that I think lives in you. I have a vision of how your typical weekend goes. It's Sunday night, and you put your mom to bed and then go downstairs to your room and pack a bag. You drive to Atlantic City and find your favorite $30 a night motel. You check in, and then you go to the local bus station. You mill through the dingy building. You zero in on a teen runaway who's desperate, scared, and, most importantly, alone. This is dark. You approach her with a friendly face awesome. and offer her some help. She gets in your car. You lock the doors. It's an awkward, tense quiet because she knows in the back of her head that your help is not free. What she doesn't know is that her life was over the moment you locked eyes with her. <laughs> the next day you drive home. Your shoes are caked with marsh mud. Your skin is lashed with small claw marks. The muscles in your forearms are sore from the strangulation. And your ears ring with the hopeless pleas you heard the night before. You get home. You cook your mom some scrapple. You go to your room. <laughs> you place a blood-caked lock of your victim's hair at the feet of your Skeletor doll. You sit down at your computer. Turn it on. Adjust your headphones. And listen to those familiar words from Los Angeles, California. Or the mad scientist party hour. Man. I think he I think you turned out to be cooler than me in that one. I mean a little dark, but fuck it. Shuddy, you got an edge to you. Shuddy looks like he was too high for that. I was definitely too high for that. <laughs> I think I, I was I missed the part where he said that was about me. Uh so as when I started putting it together when yeah. it was driving to Atlantic City and then Scrapple, I was like, oh, yep, this is me. <laughs> this yeah. is me. You, you murdered a transient that you picked up in Atlantic City. A teen runaway is... Yeah, that's crazy. That's really partying. I've been in Atlantic City a few times. I haven't gotten that hard, I haven't gone that hard in the paint. I love calling you guys by the wrong names. That is the, just the shortest and most brilliant diss. Just, ooh... Ooh, he got you guys. <laughs> oh, man. Is it just me? And I mean this in a good way. But didn't that didn't that voicemail feel like 30 minutes long? I think I'm high. That's what it is. I'm pretty high. And I just felt like that was like a story that he took us on. Or like a a, a real trip, a journey no, he took us on. Two minutes and 49 seconds. Unbelievable. Just dancing ever closer to that three-minute cutoff point. Still keeping it perfection. Never seen a, a misfire. Never seen uh, a call where he stumbles through his words. He's like, fuck, I got to try this again. And hangs up. Just crushes it on, on the night. Well, do we Let's... know that there's not the option after you leave a message to delete and re-record? Uh, I don't. But we have had people call in and fuck up and be like, fuck, uh, hold on, I'm going to call back. But maybe they just can't yeah. work the phones like lawyer guy can. I mean, 
I think there's a solid chance that he writes this. If he's doing this all off the top of his dome, that would be at like next level insane. That's like some Jay Z one take hope shit. And even if he's writing it, like that that shit that he was just saying, that was like well written. It was well said. Like it was it was captivating. Yeah, it almost you, sounded like first hand experience. Your forearms are sore from strangling somebody. Yeah, he knew a lot of details. I don't know. I think I think he's a good writer. I think he can really he can really tell a story. This is maybe why I come out on the good end of these voicemails, and you guys just keep getting dragged. Although again, that's shutty, a fair point. You're kind of cool. I don't. You never got caught. You went back and you listened to our podcast. That's cool. All right. Well, yeah, Shelly's not having people. No. All right. Well. I feel like we're gonna have to let our buttholes heal before we get to to more more voicemails. But uh, hey, thanks for hanging with us, friends. Uh, if you want more, if you need more MSPH in your life, you should come join the party over on Patreon at patreon.com/slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Five dollar tier has the weekly bonus podcast and Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition coming to you every Thursday. Our uh, wonderful master chef, talking chef, I guess you could call it, style show. Yes. But we do. Talking chef. Nobody does an after show like us. I got to say that. Probably because uh, ANC uh, would not allow such <laughs> horrible language. Yeah, probably because commentary. no one would broadcast us. Still, still, it kicks ass. So you should check it out. And then, of course, the $10 tier has all of our individual offerings and uh, video feed of the the Patreon podcast and all that other fun stuff. So check it out. I have a good feeling you're going to enjoy yourself. I know you're going to enjoy yourself. Well said, Shuddy. Thanks. Some people say that Crafter Jeff, the Shuddy edition, is the greatest thing this podcast has ever produced. Yeah. Lots of people, I feel, say that. I wouldn't argue with those people either. <laughs> uh, and you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff for Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Uh, if you have a chance, hook your homies up with a subscription and a five-star rating on iTunes. And you can subscri- subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash MadScientistPartyHour if you'd like to see all the action. And, um, yeah, again, pay attention to our socials. We've got the, the, the GoFundMe for Bat Dad out there. So um, if you can help out, be greatly appreciated. This one's for you, Bat Dad, RIP, Chase Jensen. But until next time, we'll s- something. Test, 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 poop. Oh, boy, 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 boy. Um, um. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to be searching for. Oh, the Zoom link. Finally decided to show up three minutes late. Oh, got these. Fucking shit. Diva Craft strikes again. Uh, I see the fucking cackling hens made it. <laughs> yeah, we sure did. Let's see. Me, 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 me.
Give me two seconds. I don't have a volcano bag nearby. Oh, j- oh, Shuddy Boy shows up unprepared. What a diva. Here we go. Fucking Shuddy. What is that? This is a cup of slime. Looks like a whole vat of cheese. I'm very interested. They gave me what this. What is that? They gave this to me to play with on a Patreon show last week on the Ella show. What is it? And slime? It's slime, but you can fist it and make farts. And I caught the craziest case of the giggles because I pushed on this thing and it ripped the loudest, longest fart. I lost all composure. Um, it was it was really unseemly of a grown man to be laughing like that, but. <laughs> You love your farts, though, so. Like, they, they, like Jason gave it to me. He's like, we got four more of these upstairs. I was like, I can't take this home. <laughs> and he was like, well, you're taking it. Rah, rah. Oh, not like the immaturity it brings out. No. That's the, I said that, that was what I said. I was like, that's the last thing I need is my girlfriend seeing me playing with this and just laughing myself to maniacally tears. at the fart sound. Perfect for MSPH, I'll tell you that. Looks like, um, kind of looks like, like, uh, I think fiberglass, like pink fiberglass that uses no, that. No, I'm no, pink up. fiberglass is fiber. It's not. Yeah, this is, this is slime. What am I Jeff? talking about? I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, <laughs> oh, I'm trying to get a good one here. Hold on, I have a good feeling about I think, this. I think you should do this in front of your in front of your lady to kind of take the temperature of how she feels about farts. I don't need to take that temperature. You, Has she made it known her? already? No, but she's a lady. She doesn't like farts. Oh, wow. Okay. You're going to be misogynistic, right? Right in the Easter egg. Yeah. Oh, that, that was, was a good one. Yeah, it was solid. Let's handle the housekeeping we need to. We'll do a review uh, of Fear Street, and then let's just make the rest of the podcast of this. <laughs> just you and I not saying anything and Kevin just for an hour just oh that was yeah. violent we'll, that one will rip your we'll pants hype up, we'll hype up his fart tracks like oh damn that was good we'll just say stuff like that for, I don't know until the clock runs out oh someone's been eating Whenever their cheese <laughs> All right, I'm putting the lid back on this thing. And now my hand's going to smell wait. like slime. I can't be the one, I can't wait to be the one to fart in front of your girl. It's going to be you. Damn right it's going to be me. When's game night? I'm saving them for them. You're just going to make me look cooler. <laughs> That's you need that, and I'm a good friend. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Like being an alcoholic, 
you've never truly, truly are not a booger eater. <laughs> oh, wow. Hot take. Shuddy, I love it. <laughs> Big meaty erection. Big meaty erection. Ring a ding ding. <laughs> Diddy Kaka. We really Good evening, Mad Scientist. Have Dr. Steve educate us about the pandemic and all that stuff. Help you. He, he duffed us once we left Laugh Button. They told him he, he wasn't allowed to be on our show anymore, I guess. Those sons of bitches. We were never technically on Laugh Button. Tell me what it is! Help the, uh, you. We failed the fucking introductory interview. Hey! Hey! I thought you were really doing that for a second because <laughs> I wasn't looking at the screen. I was like, what the fuck is Kevin losing his mind about? Man, did Kevin stub his toe? <laughs> yeah. Man. Man, the Puminati are going to be fucking chomping at the bit for this podcast. We usually do it like... What six hours earlier or yeah. five hours earlier? Well, just so, just to give them one less thing to get angry about, I'm going to adjust my lighting so I'm not blue, like that Photoshop song that that guy made us sing. How is speaking of lighting? How is mine? Is it all right? Um, you could use a little bit more on Beast Man's sack, but other than that, <laughs> you look good. Beast Man sack isn't showing. It's hidden behind oh, his beast your... fur. <laughs> that's that's your problem right there. I'm just happy that you had his name correct. Have you added to your collection at all? Uh, all the stuff behind me is stuff that's come into the house since we recorded last. All of it? Like oh, all the f- action figures? Everything. Except for the lunchbox and the clock all came in since we last recorded. What about those tiki glasses? Those were... Recording in progress. I've had those, but they were in the bottom left corner Uh, of that uh, shelf, hidden. I rearranged some stuff. And I also got... That's a He-Man home pregnancy test. <laughs> oh, man. Did you get a oh. He-Man vape pen? They're little tiki glasses. Nice, dude. Side note, does Sharon still live with you? Yes. Yes, she does. All right, perfect. Well, right now, she's sleeping in her He-Man uh, uh, bunk bed. Nope. <laughs> Has not left the room as agreed. She's in timeout. There's been no. I have not. I have not broken the agreement that it does not leave this back room. Yeah, the He-Man headquarters. Yep. He-Man HQ. I have a contractor coming over to, uh, you know, turn the house into Castle Grayskull. They're gonna blast some stucco on the outside, and you know, make some turrets and uh, get a moat. We do have to paint this room. Imagine if I just painted it like the exterior walls of Castle Grayskull, like green stone. 
just all over the walls. That would be too much. You know what I'm thinking about here? Uh, Boulder. Are you familiar with the color Boulder? We did just get that. <laughs> I feel like this place could use a good dungeon vibe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get some chains, maybe Room some skeletons. Room feels too big and open. Let's paint it dark green so that way it, it feels smaller. Maybe we could hang some skeletons from the ceiling, uh, some flaming torches on the inside, crystal ball. I have no I idea what's inside Castle Grayskull. Great. Interior decorating shuddy. That would be awesome if we could if we had like the budget to make like mini webisodes animated and it's just Shuddy Boy doing one of those home and garden shows, but every place he visits he just turns their their house into He-Man. He He Man's them? Yeah. Alright, so you're gonna need a moat. Wait a second, didn't you do this on one of the other episodes? Uh, yeah. I do that on every episode. So we're gonna put Skeletor's throne over here. They, uh, Kevin Smith is doing a He-Man event at the Stash this weekend. In Red Bank? In Red Bank. With, uh, Jay will be there, and Grant, shit, what's his last name? Uh, he was in the Tick TV show, he's been on Doug Loves Movies a bunch. Oh, okay. Speaking of, uh... He's playing Orko in the new show, so they're gonna be there doing an event. I got my hair cut by Marilyn from Clerks last week. Speaking oh, you the, did? Uh, the, you the were Kevin able Smith. to get back in and see her? Yeah. Um, yeah, she was telling me she's going back to Jersey next month to film scenes for Clerks 3. That's fucking awesome. What? Yeah. Did you know Clerks 3 was coming out? Yeah, but I feel like like sometimes Kevin Smith gets ahead of himself on projects and like announced them and talks them up. And I, re- I remember listening to an old episode of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and he was talking about he was writing a scene while he was in the bathroom for Mallrats 2. And he was like laughing so hard he couldn't contain himself. And Mallrats 2, nothing ever happened with it. <laughs> I was going to say, there wasn't a Mallrats 2, was there? No. But like, so, you know, when he starts talking about Clerks 3, it's one of those things like, man, I hope that happens. Uh, but, you know, I'll get excited when I see some stuff. So, like, I, he just posted on his Instagram that he's, like, at Quick Stop and they're going to start filming next month. And I saw on Marilyn's IMDb page that it has her listed in Clerks 3. So, I'm definitely not, you know, stepping on anybody's toes. I feel like it's got to be a somewhat easy movie to get produced, right? I mean, it's not like they're probably not, not going to have a huge budget. And, like... I don't know. There isn't like a lot of logistics they have to figure out. I'd assume so, and it's got like a built-in audience already. Yeah, a Kevin Smith movie will always make money because he has such an undying <clears throat> legion of fans. All of his tour stuff sells out instantly. It's fucking crazy. Good for him. You fucking you fucking nerds. Yeah, that's that, that's fair. Good for him. Good to see a, a Kevin from Jersey just straight up killing it. <laughs> yeah, well, he's someone. Yeah, who he aspired. just announced on his Facebook page eight hours ago that sh- filming starts next month. So Kevin's calling bullshit. He doesn't believe it. Not until he sees the fucking trailer will he believe it. Look, if they're if they're so far where they they're a month out from shooting, it's happening. So I'm stoked. All right, let's see. What are we doing here? Oh, 
All right, Easter egg isn't running too long, but it's it's definitely long. Yeah, it's like an ostrich egg. Or wait, <laughs> is that the big one? That is a big egg, right? Yes, Don't that's they... a big egg. Yes. All right, ostrich eggs edible. Yes. Have, have either one of you tried one? No, Kevin is probably the most likely to have. Right. Kevin, do they have an, uh, ostrich <coughs> eggs at that animal spot? I don't think I've ever seen it on the menu. But have you asked? No. So then we don't really know, do we? Animal's one of those... Request <coughs> next time there. You, can't, you can't request anything off the menu. You can't request anything altered. If you tell them they're allergic to onions, they, they tell you to fuck yourself with an onion. Have you tried telling them that you were allergic to onions? Yep. To try and get them to take it out. Well, I told them I ordered something with no onions. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. We, we can't take things off, but we can bring it out to you and you can take them off. And I was like, well, no, that's not going to work because I'm allergic. And they're like, well, you're going to have to order something else then. <laughs> that was the exact conversation. Yeah. That's awesome. Were you worth, were you worth a woman? Probably. Man, I wonder how she feel. She felt about that finicky state you were in. About them cucking you like that. <laughs> yeah, shooting down your onion request. Yeah, well, I got the last laugh in the tip. Oh, baby. Leave a hefty 3%. Diddy caca. I actually Diddy. left exact change, but removed $1. So I underpaid. I negative tipped. Oh, wow. All right, I'm situated. I'm sorry. I'm done farting around. Let's. I hope you're not done farting, though. No, no. no. Ready, go. Time to be professional. Let's do this. I might have to pack, pack a podcast bowl. I'm packing a podcast volcano, so you do okay. you, Jeffy. <laughs> Los Angeles, California, where the mad scientists party hour.